Tom Beyer is a native of the Bronx in New York and attended SUNY Ulster before making a decision to move to the other side of the world, Japan. More than 30 years later, he has become a technical coaching icon in his country, greatly admired as a grassroots instructor. And watching Japan succeed in Russia with their superior technical skills led me directly to the guy known around Japan as Tom-san. Tom, welcome to the program. Japan, getting it done at the World Cup. So what's the mood in the country? Hey, Glenn, good to be here. Uh, well, I mean, everybody's over the moon here. Um, you know, like you said, Japan defeated Colombia, which, you know, everybody thought that was going to be the toughest game. A um, little, good, little good luck on the Japanese side. They were, they were able to come along with, come away with three points. Um, but, yeah, everybody, I mean, it's, it's 24-7 all over the news. I mean, you know, the Japanese national team is extremely popular to begin with. Um, but now that they've got, you know, found their winning groove and could be headed to the, you know, the best 16, um, there's a lot of excitement here. We know it's not automatic, but is there a good feeling that the Japan will advance? Um, as you may know, or maybe I'm sure a lot of the listeners don't know, um, the head coach of the Japanese national team only took over in April. His name is Nishino, um, and he actually happens to be the captain of the team that I played for when I was playing here in Japan, Hitachi. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot. There's been a lot of scrutiny, but I think now, um, because they've done you know quite well already, um, he's been semi-vindicated. So it's worked out well, but what were the issues surrounding that? Has it been revealed? You know, it's a hard job when you come out to an Asian country because of the language, the cultural differences. Um, and, you know, Japan just wasn't doing well. They did qualify for the World Cup, so it does look a bit unfair when you've got a, you know, a head coach um, who is actually the second head coach. Um, so they've gone through three head coaches in this cycle. Um, and the first two were foreigners. The present guy now is the... Uh, is Japanese, um, but uh, there's a lot of backstories of, of why he uh, got fired. Um, the, the biggest story is apparently he, what everybody thinks is he, he as they say in these days, uh, lost the dressing room, especially amongst some of the senior players. He wasn't playing some of the senior players who are the more popular players in Japan, Kagawa, who plays for Dortmund, um, and then Honda, who was at AC Milan for the last couple of years, but now he plays in the, he plays down in Mexico. Um, so there's, you know, this is modern day football now, where sometimes business and media and sponsors, um, they've got a lot of say in the way that the national team is run. Now, while Japan has been in every World Cup, Tom, since 1998, they've never advanced past the round of 16. And do you look at this team and and see that the, they've really got a chance to do that for the first time? Well, to be honest with you, they've been overachieving. I think that's why everybody's jumping up and down. Um, everything on paper thought that this was going to be a bit of a disaster and they wouldn't probably even come, come away with a win, you know, having sacked the, the coach for the second time. It's a pretty old team, um, relying upon some of the older players uh, in their 30s. But, you know, if anything, I think Glenn has showed us in this World Cup, anything's possible. Uh, Tom, you've been a technical coach uh, in Japan for many years. I'm curious as to what impact uh, your television show in the morning, if people don't know, you were a popular figure with your uh, Mm. daily show uh, focusing on technique. And uh, And you hear people talk about it now watching the Japanese play. They center on the technical ability of the players, but this is a this is a big part of the culture, yes? 
Yeah, it is. I mean, myself involved, you know, not just myself, but my organization for many years, been here for over three decades. But we put uh, quite a few, we, we, sh- we, we shine the light, so to speak, on the focus of technical development with the idea that, you know, if you want to be a good soccer player, it all starts with the technical component. And the way we did that was by delivering our message um, through many different media channels, appearing on Japan's number one television show for children every weekday morning, doing a one-point technical lesson that the corner lasted about 14 years. Um, that mixed in with uh, appearing in Japan's number one comic book, which is a big comic culture here, pop culture. We know pretty much that this generation of players, um, there's a touch point. They've either grown up going to one of our football schools, which we have over 100 today, um, but, you know, it's not the only thing, but it's definitely, I think we played a pretty big role in trying to change the culture of making the entry level of, of soccer here um, very technical. And you do see that because there's no doubt about it, that the characteristics of Japanese players. What were the important technical points that you were sharing each morning with the, with the children in Japan? Well, what we did was it was a very short corner that would go one to two minutes, and it really empowered children to practice on their own. So it was really themed around uh, one player, one ball. Um, We would usually have what we call a ball mastery skill um, that was either static or could be on the move, Um, you know, something that could do with both your right and your left foot. And then we would do many, many different moves, uh, change of direction moves, cutting, stopping, starting, turning, um, moves to beat opponents like scissor moves. And it's interesting because... We do this even today. We just filmed a big series down in Australia um, for one of the World Cup broadcasters there, and I focused on 11 key players, star players, Messi, Ronaldo, Suarez, Neymar, Iniesta, Pogba, Modric, these these players, and basically link and and break down their technical skills and then show how you can use a ball mastery skill and then a a signature move, which is a feint, um, so the kids can practice this. It's it's really just, you know, watching the world's best and trying to figure out, well, how can I replicate that? And it's the amount of repetition and doing it over and over again. He's Tom Beyer, the author of Football Starts at Home. He's in Japan enjoying the uh, the performances of the Japan national team. They've got Poland on Thursday to see if they get out of the group. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks, Glenn.